Welcome to TSO Consulting Group's DEI podcast series, Why Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadow of Resistance. I'm Dr. Tanya Breland. And I am Erica Lee. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Erica Leek. And I'm Dr. Tanya Breland. And welcome to our podcast, Why <laughs> Is It So Hard? Shining Through the Shadows of Resistance. And in this podcast, we discuss issues that prevent us from being socially just and free. And the goal is to disrupt the status quo of racial inequality and inequity in systems. Those things we don't even see anymore sometimes. So in our, in, through these episodes, we really challenge one another and you to be the change that we want to see in this area. So we've been working in a series called Things I Wish I Knew About Race. Yes. And this is part three yeah, of that this series. this is part three. And while this is not exhaustive, there's so much to learn about race, there's no way we could possibly capture it all in a 30-minute yeah. episode. But today's episode is, what did I say wrong? Yeah. Have you ever been in one of those scenarios or situations where, you know, you're just having a conversation and you realize that somebody might be, might be, offended by something you said yeah unintentionally right right yes that is i have a something that happened which i still feel really badly about but um i was working in um state agency and um i had a you know i had my own office i had my own team and i um had an issue with it and so um, I'm sure it wasn't my fault, but I had to call up, um, you know, someone from the IT department and um, the gentleman that came up, you know, we, we had been friendly for years because we had both worked there for several years and I, um, I, you know, knew him well in terms of the, in terms of the workspace and we were always very friendly and very congenial. And so um, he, he uh, came up and he uh, helped me out and, you know, with the issue that wasn't my fault. <laughs> um, which was the joke between him and me. He's like, this isn't your fault, but you know, it usually was. But anyway. Um, uh, and I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so he, if you knew me in technology, you knew that uh, it probably was. But uh, he, he you know, came up and he, and he, and he helped me. And um, you know, this gentleman was of, um, he was from India. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he helped me, and so in an attempt to um, compliment him, I said, um, thank you so much. You are the guru of technology. And he kind of stopped. And I will say in that moment, the dynamic, the friendly dynamic between he and I changed. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the words had left my mouth and seeing his reaction that I realized that yeah. like I blew it. And this was in the 90s. And at that, in that space, I didn't do the work that I do now. I didn't understand, you know, um, just really what it meant to um, not even retract your words, but just to apologize. And there really wasn't that space and it really wasn't even that practice at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the, 
Um, I will say that the working relationship that we had changed after that. It wasn't quite as friendly. And I didn't really, I didn't know how to mend that. I didn't know what to do to, to fix it. Um, I'd spoken after that with a couple of people um, and they said, yeah, that, 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 was, that was bad. You know, that, that wasn't really good. It is a term, the term guru, we use it a lot to indicate, you know, someone who's an expert or someone who's really good or maybe even has a following, you know, um, but that um, in that space for people who, um, you know, follow that, 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 um, that religious practice, that that wasn't cool, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really like it and it's offensive. Um, and so I, since then, I, I don't use that term. I know, you know, but it's one of those terms that's in the American lexicon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We use it pretty freely, um, but, it's, but it's offensive. Right. And so because of that, you know, um, in a previous podcast, we said that our, our um, you know, the elders in our family would say, you know, when you know better, you do better. Right. So I knew better and, and I did better. I, I don't use that anymore, but that was definitely an example of like, Ah, you know, uh, you know, what did I say wrong? And then I realized it immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, I can recall a time that you and I were doing a training, and um, it was a maybe a multiple days. Yeah. And it was the second day that a person came up to us and said, "I just, you know, I, I was debating on whether I should share this, but I, I think, I think I should share this with you, but." You know, yesterday when we were doing that activity and you said, you know, everybody line up against the wall and, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, someone who is Jewish and that, you know, harkened back yeah. to the time of the Holocaust. And so it was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. we didn't know, right. like we didn't know. And she yeah. was like, you know, offended, mm-hmm. um, but, but she felt safe enough yeah. to come to us and tell us, yeah. you know, that, that, that was something that was offensive. I said, Thank you. Yes. Thank you for for shedding light because mm-hmm. we do this work, but we don't. We confess. Yeah. We don't know everything. That's right. You know, That's just right. the week before last, maybe a couple of weeks ago, not that long ago, recently, mm-hmm. um, I was talking about. Um, I was in a um, um, a meeting um, for someone's um, doctoral proposal defense, and I, I'm a part of that committee. And I said something about, we were talking about a a framework or a lens Mm -hmm. through which we see things. And one of the members of the committee pointed out to me that, you know, even words like lens um, can be insensitive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to be careful even how I, you know, use use that term is someone who um, may have, um, you know, visual impairments may find that that term is... Yeah. offensive. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I know that this, that's not a part mm-hmm. of the whole racial piece, mm-hmm. but you know, when we think about like the things that we might say yeah. sometimes, we don't always realize right. how it may, you know, impact a group of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think that's the thing that we really have to think about. And I think even having the cultural humility, like we all do it, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, this is our work, right? right. So right. we kind of help people in the diversity, equity, and inclusion space, and we still, yep. you know, um, use language that may be insensitive or offensive. And the key is to have that cultural humility mm-hmm. and say, you know, I, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And then, 
you know, don't use it again, right. you know, right. or to be in a space where you do better. Right. And so I think that that is really that posture of cultural humility is really important mm -hmm. to, and understand that, you know, in this, you know, society, in this diverse society that we live in, the truth is we don't know everybody's experience, right? right. right? We just don't. And right. so because of that, when somebody brings it to your attention, like, okay, so I'm really uncomfortable with that, or that's really offensive, or something like that. I mean, I think to be in a space where you're, sorry, I, I didn't realize it, mm -hmm. you know, or even if you don't understand, you mm -hmm. know, you know, to ask, you can ask, could you help me understand? Or you could do what I did, which is go find out. Right. You right. know, go that, find I out, educate yourself. Key. Right, yes. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for saying mm -hmm. that. Because yeah. I think a lot of times we want the people to tell us all the time, yeah. you know, like, well, well, tell me why that's offensive. I don't understand. I didn't mean it that way. You know, right. I mean, I've seen situations yeah. where people are like, well, I didn't mean it like that. I wasn't trying to offend you. And they're offended yes. that, 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 that you were offended. Yeah. Right? You know? <laughs> right. And and so rather than being reactive mm -hmm. in that way, seeing mm -hmm. it as an opportunity for growth, yes. you know, like, thank you for shedding some light on something. Because mm -hmm. the truth is we can't know everything. That's right. You That's know, right. We, we and we don't. That's you know, right. Even working in this space, I feel like we're always learning. We're always growing. Mm -hmm. There's something more that we can can gain yes. from groups of people, right. especially different ethnic groups. Um, and you know, understanding that you know, if we don't know what to say, or if we say the wrong thing, that you know, it doesn't mean that we're bad people. That's right. You know, it just means that we need to learn. That's it. I think that's it. I think just that that posture is critically important. Right. And I and I think even if somebody, you know, doesn't necessarily want to, you know, teach you, mm -hmm. I think also being in a space where you just have, have grace. Right. It's like you made a mistake and we talk a lot about intention you know, intention versus impact. Right. So it may not have been your intention to offend. But the impact is that you did. So, you know, it's that little cartoon that we often show, you know, I didn't mean to run over your foot. Well, that's good, but you did, and now it's broke. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and right. so now what? Right. right. You know, and so I think to kind of understand that, no, you know, your intention may not, like my intention in the guru comment was really to give him a compliment. Mm -hmm. That was my intention, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I did not mean to hurt his feelings, you know, but I did. And, so, and, and that was the reality, right. you know. Right. And so I think to sort of move forward from there, understanding the impact that language has, I think is really, really crucial. I think that's really yeah. important as well. Mm -hmm. You know, when we think about, um, you know, groups of people, sadly, we live in a society where there are a lot of negative yeah. stereotypes associated yeah. with groups of people. Mm -hmm. And those negative stereotypes, sometimes people know what those stereotypes are. Yeah. Sometimes they don't. Right. And so they may make comments or make statements or whatever that perpetuate a stereotype. Yes. And they may not have realized it unless they were saying it yeah. intentionally to harm mm -hmm. someone else. And so we have to be really careful and understand, you know, why some some stereotypes are just not acceptable. That's right. You know? That's right. That's right. I, I think that's that's so key. Um, and and I, I think very often about like, so, so, so what's the litmus, right? So if I'm about to say something, what's the litmus? What, what might be the standard? And I kind of wrestle with that. And I, I don't, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not really sure yet. Mm -hmm. But I think one of the things that I might say to myself is like, 
like, would I say this to someone else of another, you know, in another group? Like, so if I'm about to say something, like, would I say this? Would this be okay in like in another context? Mm -hmm. But I think that continual reflection, like, is this okay in, in this space, I think is really important. Mm -hmm. And if it isn't, again, being in a space where you, you know, apologize and then, you know, um, and mean it, mm -hmm. mean the apology, mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, not do it anymore. But it, it's, it's um, so what would, what would you say is, and I'm asking this because I was, I was watching an interview, I don't know if you saw this, um, it's an interview with Toni Morrison. Okay. And she's being interviewed by a, a white um, female um, um, reporter. And, and, and the reporter asks Toni Morrison, who's an African-American, um, awesome. was an was African-American um, uh, prize-winning novelist. Um, she says, the, the, the white reporter asks her, you know, um, would you ever, you know, why don't you write about white characters? Would you ever consider writing more about, you know, white characters? And Toni Morrison's response was, you know, you know, in her gracious way, you know, that's racist mm. because you would never ask a white novelist, why don't you write about more black people, right? And so, you know, she kind of broke down, you know, sort of like the dominant, you know, this expectation around right. like, right. you know, um, um, it's like these dominant narratives and everything like that, which I think the, and the reporter to her credit got it, right? Mm -hmm. So then in that, in that space, the question is, would I ask this of a, white novelist, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I wonder about, you know, how do we check ourselves? You know, what is a, what's a good strategy to, you know, kind of check ourselves when we're talking to somebody, you know, is the litmus, and I don't know if you have an answer, but is the litmus, well, would I ask this of <laughs> someone else, yeah. you know? I mean, as a kid, we used to be told, think before you speak, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like it's, it's a really simple yeah. thing, yeah. you know, but before, don't be so quick to say something mm -hmm. in, you know, different settings, stop and think yeah. before you speak. Mm -hmm. So if I'm stopping and thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about and consider my audience, you know, so who's here in front of me? You know, if I say this, you know, like, am I going to be putting my foot in my mouth, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, or am mm -hmm. I going to say, or will I say something that's going to be socially acceptable, mm -hmm. um, but not just socially acceptable, but appropriate, Yeah. you know, because sometimes you can be in a circle where it is a, it appropriate to say mm -hmm. something that's inappropriate, yeah. if you will. Uh -huh. um, yeah. And so the idea here is how do we say things that are culturally sensitive mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, um, embracing of all groups and all cultures mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and that I think takes you having to stop and think yes you know and yeah. sometimes stopping and asking questions mm -hmm. you know is this offensive mm -hmm. if I say yeah. sometimes people just don't know what to say that's true. and they don't know that's true you know that's true that's um true. we hear like assumptions being made about different groups mm -hmm, of people mm -hmm. you know, it's not uncommon to hear statements about you know like I was um, I worked with with um, a woman who was who was a supervisor and um, her father is Phil was Filipino he's deceased and her mother was a white woman and she was sharing how you know when people would talk about um, Asian Americans in school in school in particular they often 
um, would talk about the, you know, the stereotype around high achieving, hardworking, successful, you know, and she said her, her, her father happened to have been in the military, but, um, you know, many people in her family or in her culture, she was saying, um, have not always enjoyed being, um, the model mm -hmm. citizen, if you will, mm -hmm. which I don't mm -hmm. like, I, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, know. Mm -hmm. you know, the, as being mm -hmm. seen that way. Yeah. Um, and she also talked about those um, individuals from different Asian cultures who have come from poverty, mm. you know, great mm -hmm. poverty, mm -hmm. um, and come to this country looking for opportunity and are not given the same mm. um, respect, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so what I think happens a lot of times is, and we have to be so careful with how we view people, first of all, you know, no one wants to be singled out That's in right. any kind of way. That's right. That's you know? right. That's um, right. And I think when we put people in a box mm -hmm. and we say this, you know, mm -hmm. this is who you are, mm -hmm. there's like an oversimplification yeah. of, of a group of people that right. is unfair. Unfair. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't make anybody feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't make anyone feel like a, there's a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. So we often talk about this sense of belonging, yeah. you know, in, in communities and how, you know, can we, how do we create this sense of belonging where everyone, you know, feels that this is where I belong, not where I have to fit in. Yeah. You know, I don't have yeah. to like be something and, yeah. or act a certain mm -hmm. way or whatever. Mm -hmm. And no one wants to be put in a particular category That's of right. people and, and have certain expectations placed upon them that are not placed on anybody else. That's right. That's right. You know? and, and those expectations just because, you know, of the package that I come in, I mean, that means that you're not seeing me. Right. I'm not being seen. Right. You know, and there's no relationship. Right. Right. And so I think particularly when we talk about in the school space, I think really like developing those relationships, you know, and and. I also think it's important, like when we think about who's in our immediate circle, like I have had conversations, you know, I, I have had conversations with friends who don't share the same cultural or racial background and they will say, I have a question. Can I ask you a question? And it's just between you. It's sure. Like, what's your question? And it's a question about like, you know, um, about, you know, African-Americans, whether it's hair or just experience or language or whatever. And sometimes I have an answer and sometimes I don't. But I think it's also, I think it's important when we think about, you know, um, if, if I don't have anyone in my circle that I can talk to, if my circle is homogeneous, mm -hmm. right? And everybody kind of reflects, you know, which is a lot of people, a lot of people have like, you know, sort of like these homogeneous personal circles. But I think it's really incumbent upon us to like widen our uh, our lens and the way that we widen our lens very often is through relationships like mm -hmm. developing relationships with people who don't share the same background right. i or think that's widen important our widen our perspective right, right? Yeah. widen our perspective see see what i just did you see what just mm -hmm. happened so widen our yeah. perspective and i think that that's going to be really important when we think about how we interact with with others mm -hmm. um because if you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So how do we get to know mm -hmm. something that, that we don't? And I think part of educating ourselves is also about widening that circle. I think right. that's important too. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about a, a 
TED talk that we watched recently, um, and it, it made me think about not you know obviously the the widening our perspective, but also teaching our children. Yes. You know the same thing. So yes. you know oftentimes there's a stereotype around you know black men or boys and criminality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there was a, we were watching a, a a TED talk and the speaker was sharing a story about a social media um, um, post that had gone viral. And it was a little girl and some sweets, some kind of you know sugary snack or whatever. And the, the snacks were, were eaten. Um, and the mother was questioning the child mm -hmm. about you know, who took the snacks. And so she's you know, not taking ownership. You know, she's the one that ate the snacks. But she does want to take ownership of yeah. it, and so she's like, you know, um, you know, she's blaming all the different yeah. people, and so she's, you know, said a thief came in or whatever, or a burglar, or whatever, uh, and I may be misquoting mm -hmm. this, but no. mm -hmm. um, and she, you know, goes on to to say that they came in. So the mother is like, so they didn't take our TV and they didn't take our our stuff, you know, they didn't take any of our stuff. They only took these treats, you know, and the kid is like, yeah, and then the kid says. And he was black. He was a black man. Mm. Mm. And so, the, you know, the mother laughs and thinks that's hilarious or whatever. And, and it's, you know, it's mm -hmm. it, it's like yeah. the end of it. And yeah. it's circulating and people mm -hmm. are probably getting a big kick out of it mm -hmm. and laughing at it and what have you. And that was a moment. First of all, it should not have been recorded. Yeah. Right. It should have. At, at that point, once the child said and he was a black man, camera off. Now we That's, need to have a yeah, conversation. We need to talk. That's right. We need to talk because this child has now, yes, you know, developed a stereotype. That's right. About you know, so if so if she's you know, this child thinks that if I say it's a black man then I'm going to be believed and there's not going to be any pressure because that's what black men do. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. um, this was a teachable moment mm -hmm. for the child. That was lost. That was lost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I didn't see the video. I'm just yes. repeating what um, mm -hmm. what was what was said. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I were that parent, the first thing I want to do is to stop that parent. Yes. That chi that the camera child. and have have a conversation yeah. with that child because that child has seen something and heard something that has given that child that perspective. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably seen something or heard something in the home, right? Between home and possibly. school, possibly. Mm -hmm. And so let's have a conversation. I, 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 I totally agree. Um, and I think there are, are you know, so, so these stereotypes are like just sort of rife throughout our, our culture. Um, you know, um, very often we share, um, like there was a, on CNN, I think it was Jim, Da Costa that was told to go home, mm -hmm. you know, so this idea that, you know, um, people from, you know, of Hispanic background are somehow not from the United States, right? Or, you know, even, you know, the language, you know, has may have a language barrier or something like that, you know, like all of those are stereotypes that are damaging, mm -hmm. right? And these, you know, these gross assumptions um, and you know, they don't really do, they don't do, um, the recipient of it any good and they don't do, you know, sort of the bearer of that assumption any good either. It really creates more space, yeah. I think, between yeah. us, you know. My husband shared a story once where he was describing himself to someone on the phone 
and the person was saying, so, um, you know, when I get there, how will I know to find you? So he's like, you know, I'm a, you know, bald, I'm, I'm yay high, and I'm a black man. And the woman says, oh, oh, you, you don't speak black speak, is what the woman says on oh the phone God. to him. Wow. And it's, you know, I mean, talking about offensive. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, well, however she heard, whatever she heard on the yeah. phone, she decided that he must not be black because of the way that he, he spoke on the phone, Craziness. which, of course, is a, another yeah. awful yeah. stereotype. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what would make her think that this is acceptable to say, Yeah, let alone, right. <laughs> you know. To someone you don't know clearly exactly, because he had to, Exactly, right. Know, it's not a safe environment. Himself, you know, this, like, is, this yeah. is, it's horrific, yeah. you know. Yeah. But we, we hear that, yeah. you know, we hear statements like that. You hear that with, I've, I've seen this with people like, where are you from? You know, they'll ask someone who may be, of you know, a, a different race or ethnic group. And they'll say, where are you from? And the person will say, California or New York or whatever. No, where are you really yeah, from? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm from here, <laughs> you know, like, yes. and mm -hmm. again, mm -hmm. Sticking their foot yeah, in their mouth, saying right. the wrong thing, mm -hmm. being like assuming mm -hmm. that you know because you is, is this the othering that happens yes, in society? Yes, absolutely. As, like know? there's no way right. you can be, you know, from the same space that I'm from. Exactly. You know, it's like, like, well, actually, like yeah, yeah I, I live around the corner. Right. You know, it's like, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. It, it's just ridiculous yeah. how we say and do things. I mean, language matters. It does. Right. Language matters. So when you know, um, a person of color or someone from a marginalized community, you know, comes across like this language that just reinforces like these stereotypes. Um, sometimes they're microaggressions, you know, and sometimes they're like blatant racist statements, you mm -hmm. know, and so regardless of the intention, right, regardless of the intention, you know, they still hurt, you know, they still make a negative impact on the person who is the recipient right. of that. And right. again, it is our responsibility to continue to educate ourselves and, and do better. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And part of that education entails learning more about mm -hmm. groups of people. That's right. You know, That's right. really immersing yourself in other, other cultures. We live in such a diverse yeah. world yes. and such a diverse state mm -hmm. even. You know, when mm -hmm. we think about the state that mm -hmm. we live in, New Jersey, mm -hmm. is extremely diverse mm -hmm. with people from all over the world. Yeah. And it's it's a beautiful yes. um, landscape yes. when you think about it. But if if you're constantly, you know, as a person of color, constantly feeling you have to like defend yourself yes. or explain yourself, yeah. then people in society are not doing a good job. That's right. You know, That's we're right. not doing a good job here, like, you know, creating a community. And I think that there's there's a lot of resources to for us to educate ourselves. So sure. maybe maybe you're not in a um, in a space where you have, you know, terrible, you know, a lot of diversity in terms of like people to choose from to befriend or maybe you're not in a space where you feel like you could necessarily make a friend of somebody who doesn't share your background. There's still a lot of information out there, a right? Lot. There's still a lot of, and we have the entire internet, a lot of who, there's a lot of misinformation too. But um, I think, you know, that's a really, that's a decent place to start. I also think that there are a, a, a fair, there's quite a few like really good documentaries out yeah. there and information. Take a look at your Netflix account, like whatever pops up, 
that's your algorithm, mm -hmm. right? That's what you've been feeding yourself. <laughs> and so, you know, maybe you can sort of, you know, um, kind of take a step outside of that algorithm and, you know, look at narratives and stories and experiences of different groups of people that don't necessarily share your background. I think that's really important sure. too. So maybe you don't want to go get a book or whatever. I think that's fine, but, you know, take a look at some of the other resources that are out there. And very often there are things that you're already using, right? There are groups on Facebook that you could be a part of mm -hmm. um, that will actually share some experiences, you know? Yeah, travel you know? the world, travel, yeah. So learn about culture and yes. other places. Yes. But, you know, and if you're in, this, in the classroom and you're a classroom teacher, there's so many opportunities to learn yeah. about the families in the community. Yes. You know, yes. inviting parents in to come yes. in and share. And Great resources. Absolutely. Great you know, resources. giving students an opportunity to um, to give voice mm -hmm. to, you know, who they are, yeah. um, you know, what their lived experiences yeah. are in their families and their culture. You know, these are just simple ways yeah. that we can get to know one another better and not put our foot in a mouth in the yeah. mouth all the time. Yeah. Um, we do hope that this has been a learning experience for you. Um, that maybe we shed a little light on you know some of your thoughts around um, you know what you say and what mm -hmm. comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Um, and we hope that you will think before you speak, um, and that you will also just share some of your insight and even you know what you will take away from mm -hmm. this. Um, thank you again for joining us. Again, I'm Tanya Breland. And I'm Eric Lee. And it's been such a pleasure to be here again. And we hope to hear from you soon.